1: What's up and welcome to another episode of the Grindline Podcast. I am your host, Greg, uh, and this is episode 52. Uh, We are actually joined by a special guest tonight. We have Sarah here, uh, infamous memer and uh, Twitter extraordinaire. Uh, Sarah, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing great. Looking forward to chatting about the awards and whatever else shenanigans we come up with.
1: Exactly, and Ryan is also here with me tonight. Tyler could not make it because, you know, Tyler. Ryan, how are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm ecstatic to be on the Jonathan Er Erickson episode, so only bad (sighs) things can happen from here, so let's do it.
1: See, I wasn't going to bring it up, but, you know, (laughs) we stopped after we tried to start doing player episodes, and we kept landing on terrible sweater numbers for players, just just like the Kyle Quincy, just terrible stuff. Just wasn't working out, so... (laughs) Now you made me depressed around the Jonathan Erickson episode.
2: It's been a week of depression, Greg. Let's not get over it. Yeah.
1: So we're going to be happy tonight, and we are going to talk about the Detroit Red Wings Awards, which this is what,
0: the sixth annual now? This is the sixth annual. I have no idea how that happened, um, but hopefully I'll get all the way up to at least 50, 100, 1,000, but we're going to start with uh, with six.
1: When we're all robots in a dystopian apocalyptic future, we will be on the Red Wings Awards, uh, number one thousand and twelve. When Michigan doesn't even exist anymore.
0: Oh yeah, so. I'll be going. I'll be going camp to camp, handing out flyers with memes <laughs> printed out on them. That'll be my calling card. Hopefully,
2: majority blast
0: Oh yeah, gotta we're going those. back
1: to paper ballots, folks. Back to paper <laughs> ballots. <laughs> But uh, it's great to have Sarah here with us now, Sarah. If you if you don't follow her on Twitter, you should. Um, it is like a giant meme factory that she single-handedly runs. We uh, we were also told to tell you that you do have Red Wings fans in Brazil, yeah, and they and they wanted to wish you um, a, a happy adulthood with your new
0: house. Oh, that's so nice. I even I know exactly what account you're talking about. Uh, I like to think the Red Wings have the best global fan base and cgi because australia isn't real yep. um, <laughs> as we all as we all know australia is yeah. not real let's just get that, that out I'm of the way down
1: from uh stranger things yeah <laughs> and then sarah you also contribute to uh winging at motown don't you
0: i do i again i don't know why they let me keep writing uh <laughs> but uh i'm like the i feel like i'm the mickey redmond uh, color okay. commentary of the uh Ginger ale shenanigans. I'm going to you keep saying shenanigans all day di- all night. The,
1: the bingo bango to uh, wing it or to yeah to wing it mode. I do. Uh,
0: that's that's my job.
1: Cool. <laughs> and uh, and the th- first thing I wanted to kind of ask you is how did you arrive at your Twitter handle?
0: So I so I joined Twitter in 2011. As I'm not even sure what my first handle was. I was space brain Sarah for a while because. I have an astronomy degree and that seemed to make sense. And then I was DC wing 55 because Cronwall and I live in DC, but then I was walking across the Metro parking lot, which is very important to this story. Not really, but it's a fact. And I was like, Oh, I just, my handle is so boring. I need to like spice it up. And I had, and that was, if anyone remembers the famous helm injury, that was nose slash groin uh yes. was reported the nose groin injury <laughs> so i was thinking about helm and how he's always hurt and it was like oh like hemorrhoids helmeroids and it i don't know why i came up with it like i don't know why i come up with half the things i do but it seemed to all make sense i had a cat his name was helmer helm was always hurt it just seemed to make sense and now i'm stuck with it it's become the brand there is no <laughs> escape i'm Helmoroids forever yeah, if never you
2: knew it, this story, and I'm so happy to not find out how that happened.
1: <laughs> if you change it, people would get rather depressed. They, yeah, They have yeah, no idea.
0: Yeah, Helm, Helm's status as an active NHLer will have no impact on my handle. I can put everyone's minds at ease. Helmeroids is here to stay until Twitter shuts down.
1: Well, he's currently... Year. Only a semi-active NHLer, so
0: we'll, give, we'll uh, give He's a al- he's elite, as we all know, and as so I am required to say.
1: Oh, did Rohan make you do that? <laughs>
0: Fake Australia can't make me do anything, but <laughs> there may have been some mild threats involved, koala bear related.
1: Okay, well, we're gonna start on with our our live on air voting, basically for the Red Wings awards. So first up, as, as I can only assume, is a tribute to Mickey Redmond, is the Bingo Bango Award for best goal of the season. And I, I do like the choices. They were very good. It was Athanasius' tribute to Ted Lindsey, uh, Larkin's OT winner versus Toronto, Mantha getting his hat trick, and Zadina's first goal. Now, this one was really hard for me because, as some of the Twitter followers know, I fell asleep about 16 seconds before Zadina's first goal happened. <laughs> I was like, nothing's happening in this game, and I fell asleep. And then I wake up and I look on my Twitter feed and I'm like, son of a bitch. Zadina yeah. scored his first goal and I look at the timestamp. I'm like, yep, I fell asleep 16 seconds before that.
2: Nothing like the guy running the the podcast account to pass out in the overtime.
1: Yeah, well, you know. So <laughs> I I had to I had to stay faithful to my my religion of Dylan Larkin. So I had to do Larkin's overtime winner versus Toronto.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll go with that. I'm going to be a little biased here. And I I went with Manta gets the Hattie because we, that was the first game that I saw them win in person all season. And that place was actually outstanding as an atmosphere for the, my first game or like sixth game all year. So it also led to them picking sixth overall in the draft, but we're not going to talk about that because happy thoughts. So that's my vote.
1: Now, Sarah, do
0: you vote on your own awards? I do not vote on my own awards. I am also not involved in the nomination process. I create, I pick what the awards are going to be. And then I have solicit people to join what I decide is very important, the nomination committee, capital letters. And then I have a random number generator pick from the list to select the committee to be as unbiased as possible. So there will be no accusations of Hmm. ballot rigging. I will confess to you and anyone who listens, this is exclusive insider information that sometimes everyone on the nomination committee nominates the same like two or three people or plays or hats or things. And so then I do stack the ballot with two or three other things that I think should be on there. So- The uh, Larkin's overtime goal is actually one of my picks, so that made the ballot because everyone else picked the same things, and I was looking for a Larkin goal video about some a different goal, and I couldn't find it, so I found this one and decided it was pretty great, and that, well that... It should be on the ballot, so there goes my... My unbiased nature. Yeah, your, your partiality
1: just went out the window. I
0: started off so well, and now I'm just a complete <laughs> filthy liar by the end our of that question, sentence.
1: question one, we've discovered that the entire awards is rigged.
2: It's so a uh, You had to be convinced and, for that first 30 seconds, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's American politics. That's what it I is. I start right? out with good ah.
0: intentions and no money, and I end with bad intentions and no money. So... At least yeah, I'm totally. not making any money off of this. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> that's I, I, that's <laughs> fine. But uh, I, the, I think that Larkin overtime winner was the one that made me go back and look to just realize that Larkin has the nastiest leg fake in the entire league. Like, And, and you can watch it on a ton of his goals as he'll go in, and he leg fakes so hard, and the goalies bite every time, and it's nuts. Do
2: you like um, Larkin's legs?
1: Yeah, man. He's got the no, no, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go on to question number two, which is the six seasons and a movie award for the best team bromance. And this one, this one was a little difficult because, so the choices are Athanasiu and Larkin, Athanasiu and Bert, Bert and Larkin, Heronic and Zadina. Now, I assume Heronic and Zadina are in there just because they're the Phillips. Well,
0: they're and... there because they're the Phillips and they had that extremely emotional post goal hug. That was like, so
1: happy. So much happier than that. They did. You could have done a slow-mo to Celine Dion with that hug. It was great. but yeah, ooh, uh, I want to see that now. Can someone I can make do that it. I don't have much going on at work tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I may have. Yeah. I No, I didn't do it to Celine Dion. I did a slow-motion of that with music, and I cannot remember what I song I, I picked. No, it was Josh Groban. You know why? Because oh. I actually bought the song because I could not get... <laughs> any other methods to work I invested a dollar into that video so you gave
1: one dollar to Josh groban wow on that's
0: behalf that's- of Philip of the Phillips so yeah.
1: to the
2: because don't
0: let that impact your vote so I I
1: paid for this one vote for that
2: <laughs> all I can think of is you lift me up right now so it's, uh, that's how we're gonna go with this
1: so I'm a uh, I'm gonna go with Burton Larkin because once they – I mean, they were rolling, and then they got together on that line, and they just destroyed everyone else. I don't think – I think the CU larkin relationship developed a little later, and, I mean, I can't ship AA and Burt, so I'm going Burt and Larkin.
2: I'm, I'm going to go Burt and Larkin as well. That was, I saw all the selections there. Horonic Zadina I liked because of the, the first goal, but the way Burt and Larkin – they they're like little kids out there and they're always so happy so that that's, that's, that's my, that was my vote and i'm getting the weirdest look in the world right now from chelsea
1: i mean technically they are still little kids
2: true they are they are like yeah quiet you hey you're supposed to help us not criticize in the background
1: <laughs> so so we'll go on to question 3 because i think that one's pretty that one's pretty self-explanatory but question 3 is the three-leaf clover award for the worst luck on the team so dennis Chalowski Uh, Trevor Daly, Mike Green, Franz Nielsen, Michael Rasmussen. On this one, I went Dennis Chalowski because he was so good the first half of the season. So good. And he was in conversation uh, for awards and everything. And then uh, they told him to get on the bus. So (laughs) that's where I was at with that one, Chalowski. Okay I, well, he's I went still with... in
0: conversation for awards. They're just not good ones.
1: I, this is the only award I think that he's in conversation for. <laughs>
2: yeah, so this one's tough for me, but I went with, with Mike Green. Just because, of because his he can't
1: reoccurring zombie virus.
2: Yeah, the death plague that he has going on. Um, but he's he can't can't stay healthy. Every time he seemed to be back on track, then he'd die again. He's like one of those respawns that just kind of keeps going back to the level that you can't get past. Uh, that's that's what I attribute him to right now.
1: He's the respawn where you spawn and the person that killed you is standing at your spawn point and they kill you again.
2: <laughs> it's like that episode of South Park with the dude that can't be beat.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Now, Sarah, uh, we're gonna let you be impartial again. Uh, who who has your who has your worst luck on the team?
0: That's tough I think I'm gonna go with I would go with Dennis Cholosky because it feels like it's not all his fault like he can't help it (laughs) that he was really good and then he was not so good and then Jeff Jeff Blashell was like mean to him or not I think Jeff Blaschel was mean to him personal attacks yeah Um, that just feels like it was like oh he just couldn't catch a break and then he disappeared (laughs) I think he (laughs) hit that
1: he hit that freshman wall pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, just things weren't going his way and he wasn't scoring at the rate or, or assisting at the rate he was earlier. The other one I felt really bad for is I felt bad for Rasmussen because I think mm. from like the 10th game he played forward, they played him completely wrong. They put him on lines with garbage and nothing could happen for him. And he's supposed to be the Holmstrom. You're supposed to put him in front of the net, but they put him in front of the net and then the guys on his lines couldn't get pucks to the net so that made him pretty much useless so I think he was a victim of circumstance because you had to put him somewhere and you weren't going to demote the other guys who were doing well to fit Rasmussen in and and that kind of sucked for him too but at least he made it on the team almost the whole season minus being injured Mm -hmm. so the next award is the hot and ready award uh, which is of course a tribute to Mike Illich right
0: this is an award that's been there since the beginning So this is an original award, very dear to all of our hearts. So this is predates LCA. Well the the picture's a pile of ashes.
1: Oh wow. I don't (laughs) know. It wasn't supposed
0: to it wasn't wasn't supposed to It was like grit. Like I literally Googled grit because I didn't want to oh. put a pizza box there. Wow, so. way to take that start,
1: Greg. <laughs> yeah, I thought... <laughs> Jesus Christ. The way I look at that is a hot and ready award. and I see a pile of ashes, I'm like, oh, it's a it's a tribute to Mr. I. I thought it, it was like, like, oh. gunpowder.
2: What is wrong with you? <laughs> but
1: this, this award is for the most heart, hustle, and grit. And grit has to be in capital letters every time you spell it. And the... Uh, the nominees were Tyler Bertuzzi, Luke Glendenning, Nick Cronwall, Dylan Larkin, and Luke Witkowski. Now, I'm giving this one to Bert because Bert has the heart hustling and grit and can actually put up points. So uh that is my my uh my votes for Tyler Bertuzzi. And he's doing it at a pretty impressive rate. Yeah.
2: I, I went with Bert as well. I know there's probably a lot of Luke Glendening love for this type of award, but you're The little, the trump card there is definitely the production piece. And then that's about really the only other one you can really put into that. Larkin could be right there as well, but Burt brings that extra level of, I'm going to punch you right in the face because I
1: can. Now, Sarah, do you ever think about doing uh, just the grit award and having all the choices be Luke Witkowski?
0: (laughs) Uh, I have not given that consideration. I've only ever had one award have the same player nominated for every single like, Five times, and that was, I think it was the MVP award, either last year or the year before, and it was Henrik Zetterberg. And I just, it was Henrik <laughs> Zetterberg. It was Hank Zetterberg. It was Zeddy the Grizzly Teddy. Big Z. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so it was all the voting was really, really close. Um, I'm not sure which. I don't remember which Zetterberg won in the end. Um, mm. But they all did real well. <laughs> but, but
1: all that matters is that in the end he won.
0: It was just. You know, some awards are runaways, and then there's some awards where the nomination committee just refuses to nominate anyone but one person. So, I will accept that.
1: You let it go through.
0: It's Zetterberg. He's you know, (laughs) he's special. He's pretty. So the fifth,
1: the fifth award is the Torch and Pitchfork Award for Team Scapegoat. Now, this one, before I even read the the nominees, I'm like, I know who it is, and if they're not there, I'm tweeting a (laughs) write-in. So. The choices were Justin Advocator Jeff Blaschel, Jonathan Erickson, and Ken Holland. and the scapegoat this season was Jeff Blaschel. You go win games and it's not Blaschel's fault that you won. the players won despite him. They lose games, it's his fault that they lost. So I I think he is he's shown development in the kids. The kids are all doing well under him. He's not the fault for bad contracts. That's Ken Holland. So Jeff Blaschel single-handedly, runs away with the torch and pitchfork award
2: while i agree with you that blasha will win because of my sheer hatred for jonathan erickson that is who i voted for he will but... forever be the worst and i will vote for him in anything negative that i can <laughs> there is no fighting or changing my opinion on this that is my vote
1: all right <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Justin, my other part of this was Justin Abdelkader was invisible. So if you had like a, a, a Mrs. Fantastic award, Justin Abdelkader could win that. Or like uh, the one guy that's invisible from uh, from Watchmen, you could, he could win that award. But
0: uh, mm. I, I, oh, so yeah, <laughs> that, I had that award a couple of years ago, and I'll probably bring it back. It wasn't either of those names, but it was called the Speakerphone Award. And it was actually one of the first awards I thought of, and it was for the player who was heard but never seen, and I'm almost positive it was won by Stephen Weiss. <laughs> to, to date, he, to date that. he again. hasn't
1: been seen since. He
0: that also won. Also yeah, yeah so that was his his crowning achievement as a Red Wing, was winning a negative Red Wings award.
1: And still being on the payroll as of today. Yes. So.
2: So Stephen Weiss is Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I don't think
1: anyone's actually, like, seen him since. No, I, I do No, see? I this, no. No news about him, nothing. It's like he almost never existed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He lives on in our hearts, as long as we're <laughs> all around to be mad about it.
1: And Hopefully he lives on in physical form somewhere. Because I hope he's still around.
2: <laughs> we're, going, we're going dark again real so, quick.
1: Okay, then we're going to move on. Next award <laughs> is the Phoenix Award for the most improvement since last season. That goes to uh, A. Athanasiu, Tyler Bertuzzi, Dave DeKaiser, Nicholas Cronwall, or Anthony Mantha. Now, I was surprised that Larkin was also not included in this category. But again, I have to vote for Tyler Bertuzzi because he went from a third, fourth line grinder guy right up to the end of the season as a first line dude who's literally in on every goal. He had an amazing stretch of like, what was it, like five games, eight points in five games or something. And then he broke that record where he had uh, he scored like multiple points in like four straight games, like three plus points in four straight games or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Is Bert is, it was either Iserman's or Federov's, but Bert was Bert was killing it.
2: Yeah, he beat something Iserman's there. mark of three straight and three, th- three points in three straight. He did it three points in four straight.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to say Bertuzzi is the most the most improved since last season.
2: I went a different route, and I think it's part partly because of the way he stepped up toward the second half of the season. I went with Anthony you The fact that he scored 30 goals blew me away. I was not expecting that from him, even though it's probably always been there. He just never got to that point. But the way I think he kind of took over as a 2C for this team and kind of an all-around guy, it made me believe a little bit more. As long as he can keep that going, I think they're in a really great spot with him and Larkin going down the middle if he can actually maintain a full 200 foot game. So I like just the way he played, but Bert, him, it was between him and Bert for me. If, if Manta would have been healthy, I think it probably would have been him.
1: Sarah, do you have a favorite?
0: Um, I don't have really have a favorite, but I will say that last year's winner was Larkin and that he was on some ballots of the nomination committee. Um, so he took you know massive strides forward last year and more this year. But how much room did he really have to improve? Because he was already elite last year. But... Oh come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh... Well, he can't
0: win every single award.
1: No, <laughs> I, no, he, every... he could win every single <laughs> he award. He just had to be nominated.
0: And he may. You'll have to everyone will have to tune in to find out. Um, but yeah. Sorry, Larkin, but some people did think of him.
1: Okay, it's it's good that he's in people's memories, I guess. Fifth gear award, the most clutch player. We've got Athanasiu, Bertuzzi, Jimmy Howard, and Dylan Larkin. Because everyone shit on Jimmy Howard this year, and it's not fair. <laughs> Jimmy how- Leave Jimmy Howard and his dad bod alone.
2: He does bring dad bod to, to the front and center of epicness, especially for a professional athlete. Golfers don't count. No. Yeah. To see him pull it off as a, goal, a professional hockey player and a goaltender, I, I envy that, man. Who Who's your fifth gear award, Ryan? I went Larkin. Uh, when I thought clutch, I mean, yeah, Jimmy kept him in so many games this year, but when you really needed a goal or a, an offensive spark or even a defensive spark, for that matter, Larkin seemed to be involved in every single play. So for me, that was a
1: no-brainer. Larkin was the Red Wings this year. I mean, yeah. Every every play, most I would say probably ninety percent of plays that happen, probably seventy percent of goals that were scored, Larkin in some way had something to do with it. So mm-hmm. he's he is the Red Wings uh, this year, and and I could I could give you most clutch too for Larkin, um. But I'm I'm trying to you know vary up my my choices a little bit. Fell out. So, <laughs> hey. Uh, so we're going to request more Jimmy Howard memes. That's what we're going to need more of. Uh, we got enough Larkin. We need some some Jimmy Howard memes for his last year on the team. So we're going to put those uh, oh. requests into the factory.
0: I'm sure we can uh, accommodate that. He is really <laughs> fun, or at least the personality I've decided he has makes him very fun to meme.
1: Good. So the next award is the Sunshine Award for the nicest smile. Now, see, we get awards like this that have nothing to do with hockey skill whatsoever, and it's phenomenal. And I like the picture of the rainbow unicorn cat with uh, upside-down butterfly wings. It's really good.
2: So oh, I just now realized those are upside-down.
1: Yeah. Um, oh. On a side note, and this is just completely random, um, my daughter loves the Hungriest Caterpillar you've ever read that book uh, wow. it's an old eric carl book from like elementary school and i noticed the other day that in the part where the caterpillar turns into a butterfly that butterfly's wings are also upside down so apparently no one knows what butterflies look like
0: but
2: maybe we've had it wrong
1: this whole time
0: maybe they're australian you don't know
1: Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah, maybe the point. butterflies are actually wrong <laughs> So for the nicest smile, the nominees were Tyler Bertuzzi, Nick Cronwall, Dylan Larkin, Mickey Redmond, Luke Witkowski. Now, I believe I gave this one to Mickey because Mickey's just the most cheerful guy, always smiling, got his ginger ales. I, I gave this one to Mickey. He deserves an award.
2: This should be a slam dunk for Mickey, to be quite honest. Those pearly whites every time they're on the TV. Oh. Yep, Mickey wins it.
1: Yeah, I got to put shades on whenever Mickey smiles. <laughs> yeah,
0: did, you, did you Did you inject any work. choices
1: in here? Sarah, did you inject any of your choices in this?
0: Uh, Let's... No, I did not, actually.
1: You know, sure. I know oh. what you're
0: thinking. I know you're thinking that I am the one who picked Nicholas Cronwall, and I would have.
1: <laughs> I was totally but someone else
0: actually nominated him deflect and
1: deny deflect and deny (laughs) (laughs) you would vote for Cromwell though that's your vote
0: (laughs) I would vote for Cromwell out of bias but if I was trying to be like a good voter I probably would also vote for Mickey because while Cromwell's smile makes me very happy to see someone it's like oh good he's not depressed today with (laughs) Mick with Mick it's like oh I feel like so safe and like comforted and like and everything is gonna be okay.
1: It's like your grandpa smiling at you. That's what it is. It's like it's like a nice grandpa smiling he is at
0: everyone's you. grandpa. If you don't have a grandpa, now you do. When he looks at yes. the camera and he winks and he smiles, it's gonna be okay.
1: For all of you listening, if you do not have a grandpa, uh, Mickey Redmond has volunteered to be your grandfather. I'm sure there's a mailing address for him online somewhere. You can write him letters, he'll probably write back. I feel like Mickey would be a guy that would write back.
2: I feel like we're going to get a a cease and desist letter.
0: (laughs) If I haven't already gotten a cease and desist letter from a player, (laughs) you guys probably have a long way to go before you'll get one.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I've never gotten a cease and desist letter over any. And I deserve
0: one. I deserve (laughs) multiple ones.
1: (laughs) I've gotten one cease and desist letter and it was not involved with hockey. So the next award is the Sandlot Award for most exciting prospect. And when my wife saw this picture, she's like, oh, my God, she used this picture. And she did the whole arm flail thing. (laughs) And uh, it is the little if you haven't seen the video of the little kid playing hockey, it's the funniest (laughs) thing ever. So it's him down on one knee. And literally his quote is, let me go, you old fat can. And it's hilarious. And you need to go watch it.
2: Was he four or five?
1: Yeah, he's He's like four. four, Yeah. Yeah. And he just wants McDonald's. After the game, they're going to McDonald's. For the most exciting prospect, we have Dennis Chalowski, Taro Hirose, Philip Larson, Joe Valeno, and Philip Zadina. So we've got two of our Philips per 60 on here. Um, But for most exciting prospect, I'm going to go with Joe Valeno. And the Cult of Valeno, if you haven't bought the shirt, the Cult of Valeno shirt is out there. I made a nice logo for it. Um, but I'm going to go with Joe Valeno because what he's doing in the queue is nothing short of miraculous. I think he's your solid second-line center coming up because I th- still don't think we know exactly what to expect from Zadina yet.
2: Fair. I would also agree with you. Um, I want I looked at Cholowski, Hirose, and Zadina. They all saw t- time on the team this year, so I kind of took out their prospect status, even though they're still technically that uh Larson he hasn't played I mean he's been having a great couple of years uh coming through the ranks and now he's just got signed up as an amateur trial with Grand Rapids but the way Valeno has been in the spotlight that, again is another slam dunk in my opinion
1: and he's just doing it every night like Valeno every mm-hmm. night and you see like five tweets like oh he scored got another assist there goes Joe Valeno well
0: but- you see a lot of French and then you look for the name
1: Volume. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I
0: started looking for his picture, and then I'm like, oh,
1: look, French. <laughs> so I, And then I remember I have to go rile up some Habs fans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so, yeah, I think Joe Valeno probably a runaway uh, for that. But congratulations to Philip Larson on signing his entry-level deal with the Red Wings and then getting to go to Grand Rapids to watch some playoffs and giving us uh, what will be the highest uh, Philip per 60 in the league. Whenever he comes on, because we will have three Phillips, uh, hopefully on the ice all at the same time. And it's just exciting to think about. So for 10, we have the proper topper award. Now this one is out of left field, which is the best hat. So I'm going to do my best right here to describe these hats (laughs) and, uh, You've got Bertuzzi with the blackout hat, so that's the black logo on the black hat, which I think's a killer hat, because from far away, you don't know there's a logo on there. And you get close up, you're like, oh shit, there's a logo on there. Then you've got Bert with the Detroit versus Everybody hat, classic. You've got DK uh, with the tricolor, so it's a uh, white back, black front, red stripe above the brim with the logo. You've got Larkin with the camo. Camo hat, Red Wings logo, American flag. Uh, Very America of him. Mm -hmm. You've got Rasmussen with... Now, this hat, I thought it was kind of weird. It's a black hat. The wheel is black, but the wing is white. I just noticed that,
2: and it fucked with me hardcore. You thought it was just the wing, didn't you? (laughs) I did, and I just zoomed in on it. I was like, no. Yeah. So it's like they took the
1: black on black, but made the wing white. And then you've got uh, Witkowski with what I like to call the TV has no signal hat. It's a gray, fuzzy gray hat with a gray and black and white logo. And for this, I thought it was almost kind of unfair because Bertuzzi's on here twice. So...
0: Well, I didn't want him to be on there twice, but I couldn't deny either of those hats and I couldn't find those hats on anybody else. So hands were tied.
2: Little bummed that right. a, a Larkin hockey school didn't make it on here.
1: Oh, yeah. And I keep, I, I think at least once a month I tweet at Larkin, uh, <laughs> Hey, where do I get one of them uh, Larkin hockey school hats? And he never answers me. I'm still waiting for think. my
0: Cleary, my Dan Cleary hockey hat. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you put that on, your head instantly bursts into flames. Zetterberg
0: eye- pulled it off, but he's amazing. He has godlike so. power.
2: Uh, yeah that's all he's Swedish that's all there is to it
1: if you put on that Cleary hat your eyes start degrading
0: (laughs) just the one just the one starts
1: (laughs) going so I voted for Bert with the Detroit versus everybody hat just because in the picture he just looks so happy Hmm. I think that's the only picture where the person talking doesn't look depressed and I'm attributing (laughs) the depression to the hats that they're wearing
2: Hmm. See, I'm going with the. I'm going to show my bias and go with the Larkin Candle hat.
1: Oh, no. yeah. I should yeah. have known you would. <laughs> Ryan yeah. and your yeah. army. Yeah, well,
2: you know. So I'm, that's a, that's a, that was my vote. Because, I mean, I love the Heather Gray one that Witkowski's wearing, but uh, it's the static. So, so
1: the static TV is your second choice. Yeah, it would be. All right.
0: <laughs> so I have to we'll- confess on this one. I. Some of those are my choices because it was the first unique, it might even be the only actual unique award this year that has never been done. I'm not creative anymore, Um, but I thought of this this back in September. And so every once in a while during a post-game interview, I would just take a snap and drag it to the folder and be like, remember that hat, go get a better picture later. And then I never went and got a better picture. I just used the (laughs) ones that I had and that's where- And that's where the like you know mind fuck hat came from. That was one of that was one of mine because I've never seen it anywhere else ever. And it should not exist. But you know, it's bold, so it it made it. And I needed to make a nice grid (laughs) that was (laughs) so have that many pictures on it. And who knew they had so many hats? Now you know. See, I'm educational programming. i need to tag so when i it.
1: upload this podcast i need to tag it
0: as um informative
1: and educational. where's
0: my where's my government grant for educational programming i'll
1: make sure to submit this to to, to uh at the government at uh dot at government oh wait go. i
0: live in washington i could just like walk down the street to the government and knock yeah. on the door and slide this on, slide a print out <laughs>
1: Of the entire podcast. And just <laughs> slide it under the door.
0: I'm just going to put it National Archives. Just slide it in. No one will know. It'll but, be there uh, forever. <laughs> so, so for
1: question 11, we've got the Traitor Award life. for most traitorous. And I'm not even going to read you the list. It's Marion Hosa <laughs> Because the uh, – the so the choices are Justin Ablikator, Pavel Datsuk, Sergey Fedorov, Marion Hosa Peter Mrazek. And it's Marion Hosa because it's Marion Hosa
2: I didn't even know how to really take this award because Advocator being on there completely threw me off. So I immediately voted for him just because he pissed me off so much this season. He <laughs> turned into my he turned into my Erickson. So this is where throughout this year. So I voted for Advocator because he has just sucked. But I would agree Hosa is probably also going to win this one. If you vote for Fedorov, you're just a jerk.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> it's still Marion Hosa. Because fuck Marion Hosa. <laughs> That's why.
2: A side that I have not seen come out of you yet. I didn't know you had so much anger for him.
1: Sarah, has Hosa won every year?
0: Not every year. He most has. Years. He has won most years. Steve Eiserman won um, one year. Oh.
1: I can't oh, when remember.
0: He yeah, it, when he... it was when he left. I can't remember if Mike Babcock won one year. <laughs> he's won for other. Years. He's won some other awards, and I know he's been on the ballot. I did not. I did not stack the ballot for this one. If I was going to stack it, I would have removed Marian Hosa because oh. <laughs> I am. So, you know, breaking news, I'll, you know, announce this formally during the awards, but I'm like 99% sure that this award will no longer be called the Trader Award. It will be called the Marian Hosa Award. Oh, good. Nah, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> if he wins, if he wins one Trader. more time, if he wins <laughs> one more time. It's over. He's okay. He will be declared forever champion. Um, and the
1: picture should just be his big smiling face. <laughs> is this
2: how Adam Schefter feels, getting insider information like this?
0: <laughs> well, what's weird is that the... So I posted this on Winging It in Motown and being like, hey, go vote. And people on in the comments there, they were really mad about this award. They were like, you know, none of those choices made sense. And I'm like, well, who else and i guess it's your yeah. interpretation of what a traitor is and yes it has to be spelled t-r-a-d-u-r that's really exactly. important this isn't this is another original award so i don't know what their definition <laughs> well, of traitor is mine well, is that it. it's like a, a a legacy it's not just someone who shoots the puck into their own net by accident or on purpose <laughs>
1: <laughs> just an is the traitor because he used to be okay and now he sucks and he's making a lot of money to do nothing
0: he was the MVP in 2015 of the Red Wings Awards, as voted by the people. This is how far he's fallen. And when I forget, See? I go back Whoa. in my folder and I'm like, oh my God, he actually was voted MVP at one point. He was the hero of this team over everyone else. And now we're here. Where yes. Even the now beat writers that- are throwing him under the bus.
1: Now he's that gif of the floating dumpster on fire uh. that is just an applicator. <laughs> But uh, Pavel Datsuk, of course, you could say he's a traitor because he left for Russia with years left on his contract and whatever. Uh, Fedorov, because he took the same money to go somewhere else because they offered him more term. Hosa, because uh, we let Hosa walk and we signed Franzen. And then Franzen got hurt and we don't have Franzen. So that's Hosa's fault. And then Peter Mrazek, because he was so basically it's the Justin Advocator situation. He was so good and then he sucked and got traded. So,
0: except and now he's, yeah, except he has a redemption arc with someone else. There is no redemption for Justin Advocator other than being a nice person, a good human being. But other than that, he's the worst.
1: (laughs) Now, for just to Justin Advocator's credit and going back to, I guess, my child, she loves his book. Called, it's all called like shoot for the goals or something. And yeah, it's the only book like she'll sit through. Advice. Yeah, he should he should <laughs> take his own advice. But we got it signed at Toast to Hockey Town, so she has a signed copy of Justin Advocator's book, and it's phenomenal. But he should go into children's publishing and, and lay off the hockey, probably. <laughs> so the MVP award for the most valuable player of the team. The choices are Athanasiu, Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Howard. And I don't know how you don't pick Dylan Larkin for this. Dylan Larkin was nearly at a point per game pace this season. He, like I said earlier, he was in almost every play. And Dylan Larkin was the Red Wings. He's the MVP this year.
2: If you chose, if anyone chose anything but Larkin, I'll be amazed. This could be your only unanimous vote on the entire page. I mean, I could see Howard making a small push, but there's no way anyone other than Larkin should be getting a vote on this one. The future well captain. it is
0: not it is not unanimous. Why I am obviously no, no. not going to reveal the winner right mm. now but it mm. is it is not unanimous. I'm not well, saying it's close but I'm saying it's not unanimous.
1: <laughs> well I can see some slappies voting for to see you because they think he's the second coming but
2: the our Facebook users a lot on this cuz this is where it could get fucked up.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately anyone... <laughs> this is a public this is a public link so anyone could get in. <laughs> Any of the, rib, any riffraff, Facebook, Habs fans, any of this riffraff. Wow. If, if, if there's suddenly 8,000 votes for Joe Valeno, I'm going to know that it got to Habs Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. It's like the only thing they can say to us, Joe Valeno. There's literally, a, I think there's a Habs fan whose entire Twitter account <laughs> is dedicated to Joe Valeno. And I'm like, well, you, shouldn't it be dedicated to a Hab-? It's like Joe Vlano. It's like, at Joe Valeno is the best player ever, XOXO. <laughs> and and I think it's his whole life is dedicated to Joe Vlano. And Joe Vlano wasn't even drafted by the Hab, so I don't understand. God. So number 13 yeah. is the Spare Parts Award for the player who wasn't nominated for another award but deserves nice things. And it's Bernier, Christopher N., Darren Helm, Philip Ronick, and Gus Nyquist. No. But Philip Heronick was nominated for something else.
0: Oh, he's a bromance, but that doesn't count.
1: Okay. So uh, my vote would be Philip Heronick because he, I feel like he brought himself together toward the end of the season and he looks like he could be a legit um, two, like second defenseman on the team. If you end up getting him and, and Chalowski develops, like a lot of us hope he does. Your one, two is Chalowski-Haronic, and that's crazy. And Haronic's got the offensive power, and he'll jump up into plays. And I think his defensive game towards the end of the season, he's looking like he's going to be spectacular.
2: See, I took this toward the elite center in Darren Helm. <laughs>
0: <Just> <laughs> oh, because God.
2: he seems like such a great person, but he's just kind of there. And then you hope he's going to do something great, but then it doesn't happen. But then he smiles, and it's kind of like, oh, that's okay. You're a nice guy. So you're welcome, Rohan. I'm on your side in this vote. Um, don't blow up the United States.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: please, please keep your torture of our country to a minimum. Thank you. Oh, but yeah. How do they even have internet, in Australia?
0: They are the oh, internet. Cool. Oh no! Oh, they only ex- they, that's all they are. How do they, they awesome. don't have anything so but the internet? Fast.
1: Giant flat
2: landmass. It make it's a, it's perfect.
1: It's a prison colony, Ryan. It's a prison colony. So is
0: Twitter so
1: no twitter is just <laughs> a prison it's like, like we're all doomed to live there forever but do you have a favorite on this
0: one sarah i do and it's christopher n because i don't know he like he wasn't supposed to even exist sure. and he no was supposed to just kind he of was. he was supposed to kind of just show and that's where this award came from because this started uh last year and the winner was martin firk because last year martin firk just kind of showed up and was supposed to be there for like a minute, and yep. then have the decency to leave and never be heard from again. But he <laughs> didn't. He stuck around, and it was like, oh, yeah, he's all right. And I, so I just kind of have a soft spot for Christopher. And I don't know anything about him. I don't know what number he is on the team. I don't know how old he is. I know he kind of looks like Tilda Swinton. He and- does. Like who? <laughs> the male Tilda Swinton. That's nuts. <laughs> but. I just think of him, and I always think of um, Kyle, another writer for Winging at Motown. Every time Christopher N does anything, he posts this picture of Gordon Ramsay saying, actually, I quite like it. And and that's what I, I'm I'm not sure that's exactly what Gordon's, but it's that. And I just keep thinking about that every time I think Christopher N, because it's like, oh yeah, you know, he's actually like, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm all right with that. And so that's why he would get my vote if I was voting, which I'm not.
1: He's, uh, I met him at Tosa Hockey Town. He's a super nice guy. He's what you'd expect. He's very quiet. He doesn't talk much, but he's just that dude that's kind of there. It's, it's nice to have a guy like that, right? That's just kind of there.
0: And that's what this yeah. award is all about. The guys who are there.
1: <laughs> and I will tell you that he is number 70 <laughs> and he is 23 years old. Those are the things we know about Christopher. and <laughs> He's also six foot three and 181 pounds. Wow, he's so, six three? Yeah, he's a very tall lad. Huh. He's so,
2: learning things tonight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was the last award. Now, the one thing I wanted to ask about before we end the podcast tonight was there was the infamous shitbox award that was deemed too mean for the Red Wings Awards, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And what? I knew this was going to come up. So the awards, (laughs) the awards started in 2014 um, because I just decided the NHL awards were stupid and the Red Wings never won enough of them and they were boring. You're correct. Uh, So 2014, I, and I had just started editing and I'm, let's be clear. I'm not good at editing images. However, I have a little too much free time. (laughs) So I there (laughs) were the first year there were 19 awards, which was too many for me to handle and they were all pretty much ridiculous and some of them were mean there was the loaf award which was for the worst (laughs) forward because i found this like weird looking loaf of bread with giant eyes um that i thought would be great and then there was the shit box award and which was the golden poo
1: from american dad
0: it was the golden poo (laughs) from american dad bejeweled naturally um and it started because erickson is called was and continues to be called shitbox riggy shitbox um so that's kind of how the awards actually all started was talking about him being a shitbox and i think i was like oh i sense a photoshop award coming and then it became (laughs) here we are six years later with this whole production um so he was the initial he has not always won it kyle quincy was the shitbox once yeah yeah, um but then quincy redeemed himself and erickson was the shitbox once again
1: Quincy redeemed himself by leaving.
0: How, how dare you slander our bagel loving hero, Kyle Quincy? I wish we had Quincy this year with our defense, but in First any case.
2: Round pick.
0: <laughs> so he was a well-deserved shitbox. Um, but then I did one year of the Tigers Awards, and some of them were mean. And then I kind of started feeling bad. Like, what if I actually ever met a player? And, was oh, like, yeah. and i have and they a,
1: found out that they won the shit box and like i
0: have a i have a friend on twitter <laughs> who i've gone to some wings game with and she is the biggest erickson fan like i've taken a picture of her with erickson i'm like oh my god i hope erickson doesn't think i don't like him as a person <laughs> i don't like him as a as a hockey player but as a person i'm sure he's wonderful yeah and he's, he has like he's a he's lovely all, family nice he's like pretty and he's tall and he has a nice family but i'm sorry he's bad at hockey his yeah. the thing he's supposed to do but he's bad I think at that i think my twitter
1: quote was the swedes are all our friends they're all very nice people uh it, it's just not it's not his fault he's bad at hockey he was oh. literally drafted like last overall so yeah, he wasn't
0: irrelevant yeah so he was good the playoffs that one time and he came in as a black ace and then he's been terrible ever since um but yeah but he is the reason the red wings awards exist If Erickson was not terrible at hockey, we would not be having this conversation. So, thank you, Jonathan Erickson, for inspiring the brand. (laughs) Riggy Shitbox himself. Um, (laughs) But the award has been retired. It was retired, I think, three years ago. It is not coming back. Um, I'm trying to stand by being playfully mean, (laughs) not outright mean. Um, What if, because, Zetterberg and Erickson are probably friends, and I can't be mean to Zetterberg's friends. He could yell at me, and then I'd hurt my feelings forever. He
1: could give you a stern
0: talk. That's to worse. Him. He could give me a dad glare, and I can't handle yeah. that. I'm very fragile. So your heart would explode or something. So, be so like... no more, no more being really mean. We're keeping with the keeping the meanness in the memes. I know I'm a huge hypocrite. I won't have a shitbox award, but I'll have the meanest memes of all time. Good. It's di- but it's different. <laughs> we'll as long keep as our-
1: those around, we'll be all right. The thing is, is that they won't be able to understand half the memes anyways. Only we'll know their mean, and that's all that matters.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like art, right? It's expressionism.
1: Exactly. I think that's going to wrap up our podcast for tonight. We would like to thank Sarah for coming on and being with us and running through our shenanigans and explaining some choices. Thank you, Sarah.
0: Thanks for having me, and everybody, make sure... Saturday, 4.20, 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. I don't remember what time I said. I think it was (laughs) 6. I'm a a great host. 6 (laughs) p.m. Eastern time. Follow me on Twitter, Helmeroids, and use the hashtag DRWAwards to follow along, comment, look at previous year's awards, have a good time. Or don't. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm not your mom. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I will be tweeting out a link to the awards when this episode is posted. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, um, while I edit it at work, while I'm supposed to be doing actual work. So I will tweet out a link with that tomorrow. Uh, Ryan, is uh, give us your Twitter handle.
2: RB933. All
1: right, you can follow me on Twitter at Bringing The Wing. Kind of, I really don't use it anymore because I'm exclusively tweeting from at Grindline Pod, which is our uh, Twitter handle. You can also find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Podbean, literally anywhere you can find podcasts. I'm pretty sure we're on there now. I just submitted our application to radio.com. We're on TuneIn. We have a Redbubble store. You can go on and get merch. So if you go to redbubble.com and you type in the grind line, you will find our merch shop where you can buy a mug that says Stanley on it. So you can have your very own Stanley cup. I also made Ah, a pretty shirt with a uh, basically looks like the top of a beer can with a wing and it says my team makes me drink. Uh, It's very nicely designed, um, but all the money from that goes to helping us fund our podcast and getting Ryan a better microphone because he's on the struggle bus. (laughs) You can uh, so subscribe to us, like us, (laughs) send us messages on Twitter, but for the crew, I am Greg. You stay classy hockey town.